You're listening to Everybody Eats, where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers, entrepreneurs, go-getters, and professionals. Join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up. All right, let's do it. Yo, 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 yo. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode, segment, special. Special thing. Whatever. I don't know what this is <laughs> you want to call this. Welcome back to Everybody Eats. What's up, um, guys? What's yeah. up? We just wanted to give you guys just, just a quick quick sum up, update, current events, a little a little dis- discussion, if you want. Giving you the uh, news report. Uh, we're not co-hosts today. We're anchors. Uh, co-anchors. Co-anchors, something <laughs> like that, right? So, yeah. Um, Hey, for anybody listening, make sure you're doing um, doing what you're supposed to do and following us on all platforms. Instagram, everybody eats out pod. Uh, Twitter, EBE pod. What else we YouTube, got? Okay. All that good stuff. Make sure you're following us. All the content's there. Um, and yeah, so uh, we're just going to cover a couple topics today. Um, so I hope, I hope you guys you guys like it. So what's the first thing you got, So as of this week, uh, two very big things in the stock market. Um, started off with DoorDash IPO. They were uh, listed originally at, uh, I think 102 was the number, and they ended up trading... Uh, for retail traders. So us retail traders are uh, the everyday average Joe uh, who trades on um, uh, Thinkorswim, E-Trade, Robinhood, uh, TD Ameritrade, any other platform you use to invest in stocks. I think Cash App's got something. So um, us retail traders are those who don't have uh, complete access to an IPO right away. Um, So it opened up at 102 and when us, uh, everybody else got them, Aside from the investors, uh, it was at 186, I want to say. And then it closed at 182. Uh, I checked the app today uh, around midday, and it was at 172. And um, Did you get it? No, of course not. I told you guys. I I, I told I told um, Bensky and a couple of my friends and anyone else who asked me. Uh, yeah, definitely. I stay away from IPOs. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not uh expert trader just yet but i mean from what i've seen and definitely even um from watching stocks from four years ago i want to say uh when snapchat first ipo'd uh in may 2016 i'm guessing but yeah it was uh, it was really hyped up really hyped up it was like you know hopping on it and you know the stock went went to shit uh, like <laughs> immediately right after it opened around like 20 something bucks and it stayed between like 19 and and like I want to say like between 18, it, it didn't pass 25. It stayed like 18 and 25 bucks for four years. And just recently, literally, literally like last three, four months, it shot up to 50, I think it's at 53 bucks right now. Yeah. So yeah, that just goes to show IPOs doesn't mean anything. Snapchat, we were all using Snapchat crazy um, four years ago, even, yeah, it's around the time uh, I, I personally graduated, um, um, was a year after I graduated uh, high school. Yeah, high school. So I know it was really popping off then before TikTok. I think Vine died briefly before that. Uh, Instagram didn't have everything they had now. So Snap was a big thing. And, you know, the IPO not really clicking is just goes to show, like, you know, don't don't buy into the hype. Um, DoorDash sold off at uh, 172. I don't know what it closed at today. I didn't check. But that just goes, again, like I've been saying, goes to show that when you – uh, when you hop on the IPO train, chances are, you know, they're, they're going to sell that 
<laughs> you're gonna cop that they're gonna sell it yo at the end of the day like um that's how most money is made and that's how people lose out it's just so uh, fomo don't have you know fear of missing out you'll always always get a chance so um my prediction on airbnb and um Oh, I didn't even talk about Airbnb. So Airbnb uh, was listed at, I don't remember the numbers. I, I want to say it was like 60. I, 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 it was around 60, but they opened up at, uh, let me check my phone. They opened up, was it 90 or what? And uh, it opened up at 100, oh my gosh, 153. So they almost tripled their IPO price, which is ridiculous all because all because you know people you know are whispering about it so look at that all right so it was listed it opened at 146 dollars and the high it shot up to was 163 right and what it closed at it closed at 144. 144. So, so it closed at lower than where, than where lower it's than the, the highest. But like, but like the highest. you said, it's a lot of it. A lot of it is hype that like you know everyone's excited for the IPO. Let me grab it. Let me grab it. The people who got it before, like the private investors, the people who got in early, like you don't have to worry about them. I feel like for IPOs, like it, it's only like the first few days are only really cool like if you if you got to invest before you know what i'm saying because then you already got it at a really good price so you're you can sell it off you know at the um you know at the, at the hype you know and, and get your money but, you're the one you're the one uh uh benefiting off yeah, of that period yeah exactly. you're riding but up the hype train similar to that video i sent yesterday in the chat um in in uh dunlap and eyl he was saying like you know he preferably like he waits like 60 days before before he gets into the ipo um, I don't blame him, especially like he was saying, like if it is if it's a company that you really believe in and that you really think is gonna be there for a while, there's no harm in necessarily waiting. Um, just because you know you're gonna get it for a nice price, um, or you know, better price than um, you know, when all the hype is done. Um, but like if you're gonna hold it, it doesn't necessarily matter. You yeah, know? I mean I personally I don't believe in DoorDash at all. Um I still think they're like Uber. Um they actually are in a sense that I don't think they're really that profitable of a company. Um but I believe in Airbnb a lot. I definitely think uh, Airbnb is really uh, going to pop off, especially after with all the vaccine news coming out. Um, you know, so God willing, everything returns back to normal. However long it may be down the line, Airbnb is definitely, I could see it hitting, you know, 200, 300 easy because they have all these new things rolling out. They got uh, virtual experiences. Um, Airbnb is way easier uh, in terms of, if you want to go travel to another country, the the hosts, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't use Airbnb too much, but I know the hosts, they do know the attractions and whatnot. So you get a more authentic experience rather than going through a tour guide and just going through all the generic places and whatnot. So Airbnb, you know, they're doing their thing, you know, big ups. Uh, so yeah, big ups to them. Yeah, for sure. And like they, they were industry disruptors, like, you know, severely, Severely and sincerely, like industry disruptors in, in the sense of the hospitality. Again, like that in, in the video yesterday, like they said, like for hundreds of years, hospitality was just going to a nice hotel, you know, saying going to a resort, going to a nice hotel and having them doing that way. And then the Airbnb just like completely yep. that. You're going to go stay yep. in people's in people's homes. And like they've been doing pretty well. It's really popular. He did mention that uh, Airbnb has a lot of debt. I didn't I didn't know that. So that's always, you know, um, something to be wary of. Yeah. During of yeah during the pandemic, I mean, they took a crazy hit. Yeah. They, they 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 had a lot of losses. And uh, I think 
I want to say their IPO, um, I guess the, uh, the process was delayed during the pandemic. I'm not 100% sure. Don't, you know, don't take me seriously, but I did hear some, something about that. Yeah. But they hey, definitely got hit hard with that, yo. Hey, that's a stock news. I need to, I need to get back. Yeah, uh, and and uh, one last, you know, gem. Uh, Neo NIO is uh, it's an electric vehicle. Uh, we all know Biden uh, is the president elect as of now. Um, and uh, because of his energy plan, uh, a lot of EVs, so electric vehicle charging. Uh, I guess alternative energy uh, stocks are shooting up through the roof. And one I like to, you know, plug everybody into is, is NEO, NIO. So, yeah, uh, NEO stock trading at $45. I think it's going to hit $100 very soon as of it's, it's December. We're recording this. So I really think, uh, mark my words, by February, if not spring next year, they're, they're going to be at $100. Uh, go Whoa. look them up. That's bold, but hey, I, I just started looking more into it, but he definitely, definitely put me on. So. He knows I don't yeah. miss. <laughs> I don't miss nah, when he, I tell him stuff. He's been on, been on his joint for for a while now, so um, I believe that. So definitely, definitely, you know, do your own research. That's really important. But you know, that's some free gems from everybody. Else, so take that. Show, yeah. show. All right. So that's uh, stock news. Anything yeah. else? Um, Facebook. Facebook. They're Facebook getting sued. Sues. Facebook getting sued. Well, Facebook is always in the news. Um, but this week, Facebook is getting sued um, again by a bunch of antitrust or antitrust um, like lobbyists and politicians um, in D.C. So uh, they just acquired, uh, well, their goal is to start monetizing um, uh, WhatsApp, right? So they, they acquired this um, this tech company for about like a billion dollars. It was really like, you know, low key. Like, hush, hush. I didn't hear a word yeah, of that. It really thing. wasn't really in the news. Um, but just with the acquisition, like people, you know, um, it started like raising ears because, hey, Facebook is acquiring another company. Facebook is getting too big. Facebook is, um, you know, wiping out its competitors. Um, so that that's going on. And hey, man, Facebook, like, they are getting pretty crazy. Think about Apple, Facebook, Apple, Google, like, you know, all three of them, those big tech giants, they, 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 they're, they're at the top of their game, you know? So there are a lot of people um, who, who don't like seeing that. Um, I don't know. I would have to do more research to see like how severely they're like, you know, um, wiping out competitors and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, I've never been a big Facebook person, period. Um, but I, I, my sister uh, told me about two days ago that they're on it might there might be on track to break up or something because like you said they're wiping out all their competitors monetizing whatsapp i don't even know how you do that are, are they trying to compete with zoom or something like i don't even i don't know make money he's gonna figure it out i don't know mark zuckerberg is a robot we all know this he feels yeah. no emotions <laughs> he doesn't sleep uh he just sits there and, and waits for you know uh sunrise <laughs> before he starts and starts up his day but i mean that's crazy uh considering facebook it's kind of like i watched we watched that grow right like um with the movie social network a few years after you know it, it it launched um even just watching it launch and just you see a lot of people like oh get a facebook account make a facebook all throughout high school people like facebook 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 you know now nobody barely uses it i personally i only use it used it um, to be in a, a chat for something in college. And after, after that, I just update my profile picture so people know I'm still alive, you know? The but thing, The thing that was crazy with Facebook, though, is that even though I feel like it's not as popular in user-wise, but it's still popular 
in terms internationally of like, i feel like 100 percent internationally but the thing is it's like facebook is becoming more like an advertising like it like it's going from social media to ads you know what i'm saying like when you do and also remember because they have instagram you know what i'm saying so like and because they're linked like when instagram eats you know what i'm saying facebook is eating at the same time I, instagram's definitely taking that turn too like yeah, in terms yeah, of ads, more ads it's, yeah it's kind of so like you have facebook marketplace right and like even when you do ads for your own business the way that they run through facebook like facebook generates a lot of money through that um when you do ads on facebook if you have like a business account on instagram and it's linked to your facebook like when you post on facebook it'll go to your instagram account you know what i'm saying like so facebook is doing a lot in the ads industry and doing a lot like doing real big in ads and marketing um and just like Facebook ads, literally like the most popular and one of the most like cost efficient, you know, ways to, to advertise. So um, even though I feel like it's not as popular in terms of users or like, you know, like mainstream using, you know, and things like that, um, they're still eating off of, you know, everything else that they're doing. For, for now, like, for now, for now. For now sure, because... But like think about like everything that they're acquiring, all the companies they're acquiring are helping to expand those different, you know, um, branches that they're, they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, cause I, I know, um, I want to say over the summer, uh, probably sometime in July, July, end of June, I was reading a lot of articles about, a, um, I don't want to throw out Twitter, but it was a bunch of other, it was a big conglomerate of companies. Um, it's kind of like, uh, you know how Johnson and Johnson owns a lot of subsidiaries. So it's something like that. I forgot the name, but, uh, they stopped their advertising on Twitter. Uh, you told me, I think, or you, yeah. you brought it up, but yeah. I, I forgot what they're called, but Facebook. they stopped. On, yeah. on Facebook, they yeah. stopped their advertising on Facebook for the rest of the year. So I know it was it was them and a few others. So I know Facebook. Um, I, at the time, I didn't know what, but what, it, why that was a big deal. But you saying that, or or the the extent of why that was a big deal. But you saying that that's where they get most of their revenue, actually makes a whole lot of sense. Sure, so. a whole lot of we'll sense. See. We'll see how that goes. Um, Facebook's so powerful, man. So powerful. So. Uh, I think that kind of covers it for this section. All right, that covers that. So um, next, we want to talk about. I have a I have a quote, or I guess a little discussion uh, point for our uh, for us, okay. and maybe our uh, listeners slash viewers can uh, maybe talk to their friends about this. But uh, one thing I saw uh, online, or sorry, while listening to another podcast is let me pull that pull that up so someone said uh does wealth correlate or go hand in hand with intelligence and my i mean i'm not gonna say his answer but my answer was no 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 definitely not uh you see a lot of uh i mean look at our last president uh (laughs) look at uh you just see a lot of people who kind of just come into their money they don't really um, they inherit it or, you know, uh, daddy had a trust fund, uh, you know, signed it over to them or, you know, um, uh, unfortunately maybe a family member passed who had a lot of, you know, holdings or money somewhere. And uh, just a lot of people coming into, uh, just a lot of money. They don't know what to do with it. Um, hence a lot of people going broke quick, but, um, I don't think, I don't think at all, um, money and intelligence uh go hand in hand which is a, you know it's a shame because you grow up thinking hey you know go to school do all that and you're gonna get rich and then you hear and then there's the other side of the coin where a lot of people say oh um um is it 
Bill Gates didn't even finish or Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, like the smartest people, you know, they didn't even finish college or go to go to high school. And um, look at them. They're like one of the richest men on the earth. So it's kind of weird. You see that. And then you hear people like Lil Wayne or uh, who, who else? I feel like I know there's someone else. J. Cole, Lil Wayne and J. Cole, they both, you know, they, I think Lil Wayne, what, what'd he get? He had like a 4 in college. Like, Lil Wayne was dumb smart in college, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he, J. Cole finished up at St. John's, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, like, you kind of, I think it's like two sides of the same, uh, uh, two sides of the same coin. It's real confusing to throw that out there. Um, but I mean, on the back end of that, um, does intelligence, drive success i mean is that yes yes does intelligence drive success yes um i think i could yes i would say i would say yes i feel like all right the 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 way that i think about it i think there's intelligence and then there's wisdom right intelligence and smart is like is like the knowledge i think to me wisdom is like applying it I would say success comes from intelligence and wisdom, right? Because you can be smart but not apply it, and you could just be sitting there doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? To me, wisdom is more like, all right, you have intelligence, you know, like, you know what, like the numbers are, you know what, you know all the stuff is. But here's how I apply it to help me. I think that's more. To me, I think that's 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 the way I see it. Because um, I think there are people who are smart. Like I think there's a lot of people who are smart, maybe intelligent, but they don't take the right steps or maybe, maybe you know, necessarily apply themselves. Yeah, so, yeah, I definitely have a lot of, um, yeah. Yeah, smart kid. at the same time, um, yeah, yeah, because that, that's the way I think. So I think more wisdom, um, wisdom definitely leads um, to more success and I would necessarily say intelligence. I think that's what I see. Okay, I, I think intelligence can kind of be taken in, in uh, different ways um and i i uh, i would say street smarts maybe uh applies just a little bit you know knowing your way uh like around the deal you know the art of the deal okay. how to network yeah. and you know you hear a lot of um i think success stories of people like oh i didn't finish i didn't finish x y and z but yeah. i knew how to network you know i knew how to talk yeah. to people i knew how to you know work my way around the deal and, yeah Etc. Etc. That's why et I feel like I feel like that's more applying your skills than necessarily like maybe I feel like everyone's interpretation is different. Right? Of course. Think of course. about you think someone like Gary. I'm, I, I would say Gary B. Right. Gary B. Always says that like he was like a D and F student. Yeah. You know what I'm saying or whatever. Like he wasn't really a good student, but um, I guess you could say he kind of had like those. Yeah. Like he was like business side. You know what I'm saying? Like savvy and making money. So you could either say, I guess he was either intelligent in a different field, or you could say it was more like him being able and knowing how to apply himself. That kind of like led to success. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's interesting. Everyone, everybody's different. Yeah. So I think uh, the first, and uh, I guess to kind of wrap up, uh, the first quote uh, is more, I think it kind of sums up to, in, in, in terms of us saying no, more about who you know not what you know yeah like we always say and then the second one is kind of like just gotta be smart yo and then in in like make up for it somewhere else you know if you're yeah. not as as intelligent or um 
book smart, you know, you just gotta work the streets, y'all. Yeah? <laughs> you gotta work the streets. Jay Z started selling selling dope. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. Yes, sir. The way you can. Um, yeah. I think yeah that 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 wraps up this section. A uh, little nice, quick, sweet discussion. Got it. Got it. All right. So I would say for the last topic. Um, for those I don't know if if like I recently saw this on first I saw it on Twitter, then I saw it on Instagram, but. Um, the trailer for an upcoming movie called American Skin um, looks like it's directed by the one and only Spike Lee. Um, for those who haven't seen the trailer, um, well, the movie looks like it surrounds the story of a man who lost his son to police brutality. Um, and in as a retaliation or reaction um, from the trailer, it looks like he's going to occupy the local uh, police precinct, which looks pretty crazy. Um, as you mentioned, something like that, um, well, first two things, right? So the first thing I want to discuss, well, when I first saw the trailer- Am I, I allowed to snap? <laughs> so- <laughs> I, I don't incite, I don't, I don't no, support or condone violence yeah, yeah, or brutality, but I'm, I'm gonna give that a yeah, snap. No, no, no. Okay, the, 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 the trailer looks late, it looks really intense. So that's one, so I do yeah. wanna go see the movie, right? Before, before you know, anything. Um, but I guess like my initial reaction when I first saw it, I was like, oh, like, is this just going to be another movie depicting black people in our struggle? You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, like you get, we have so many slave movies and movies always depicting our struggle. Like, you know, someone was like, yo, I just want to see like a regular intergalactic movie with like a black main character. Right. Like, I don't want it to be a movie necessarily about the black struggle. I just want to see a black character in a regular movie. Like if it's just a cowboy movie, like just. Have to be a black dude, right? If it's a regular movie where like a dude's doing whatever, just have, have to be a black dude. dude. Like it's all has to be. Like it doesn't have to be surrounded by like slavery and the black struggle. I mean, yeah, you, you, movies. I never saw The Help. I can't throw it out there exactly, yeah. but I think The Help applies. Um, um, all right. Well, all right, I'll take that out. Sorry, but um, uh, you know, Twelve Years a Slave, uh, Django Unchained. Uh, Ari came out like, and like those are good movies. Man. Queen and like, Slim. I have so many complaints from a lot of uh, my my black female friends saying, uh, "Why? I'm sure you guys know, but why? Why is it that uh, you know this is a black love story painted through struggle? You know, why is it always got to be struggle love? Why can't it be something cute like uh, uh, like a notebook or something? Notebook or you before me? It's just something cute, you know, something cute. It's always got to be like you know they spent most of the movie. I'm not gonna spoil it." But you should have, yeah. But uh, <laughs> it, it's struggle love, you know. It's yeah. not, it's not cute. It's not like, all right, I can take my my black child to go watch this, and, yeah. and she'll feel better about being, you know, a black person in America. Yeah. So, so that was like my initial reaction. Um, then I was like, all right, well, Spike Lee. So Spike Lee's always gonna ruffle, uh, ruffle some feathers. Ruffle, 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 ruffle feathers. So he's always gonna ruffle feathers, um, and he's gonna do his thing. Um, but then I was like, you know what? I guess like, especially after, um, you know, this climate after the summer that we had, like, I guess it's, you know, it's interesting to kind of see that point point of view. Like, um, you know, you, you mentioned the, the, the David, David Chappelle, eight minutes and 46 seconds video, um, you know, when he mentions the, you know, the story of like, you know, what happens when we decide to fight back, you know, or what happens when people decide to fight back after seeing injustices. 
you know, so I do want to see that, you know, you know, what that what if scenario, obviously, I don't condone violence, but it's something that you have to put into consideration. How many times in history have you seen oppressed people finally rise up and take arms? You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily condoning it, but like it happens. And, you know, we see, you know, before we go, obviously, oh, Black Lives Matter, that's convenient. I didn't even find <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, how many times have we, have we seen that? You know what I'm saying? And after this summer and all those, you know, protests, um, you know, that, that, that people took to the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot of people's anger and frustration. Something has to change. Yeah, I mean, like so, I said before, uh, I don't condone violence or anything, but violence, uh, like Martin Luther King uh, said in that 60 Minutes interview, violence is a language of the unheard. Mm -hmm. And you you get sick and tired of it, I think, uh, of just, you know, being told the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And still no change. So to see, yeah, definitely to see a perspective of what happens when Black people rise up and say enough is enough you know um just before this uh we were watching a clip from dave chappelle's uh 846 uh skit on uh, youtube uh like five months ago uh and he talks about christopher dorner who was a police officer in the lapd uh was doing a, a routine uh stop uh they handcuffed two people and his partner who's a white woman was uh, overly excessive and he did the right thing and reported it to his superior officer. And the result was he got, you know, like Dave Chappelle said, he got fired. And then after that, uh, you know, he tried to fight it, went through every correct man um, channel, still didn't get reinstated, then went off killing, killing police officers. And, and it's, it's, it's dark, you know, he shouldn't have done that, of course, but it's kind of like, What are you gonna do? Like, I, I, of course, there's other stuff to do, but again, like when you're fed up, it, but like, yeah, you have to understand that, like, you have to understand that that's how some people react. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it's something that is repeated, 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 repeated. Um, when you're trying to do it the right way, that's how like villains are made. Honestly, you think about like cartoon villains, they try to do something the right way, and then finally one day they just snap where they just can't. Yeah, do like, it. yo, I'm done. Like, yo, this said, world don't work. I'm gonna make a new one. Yeah, for real. So, I mean, again, um, gonna keep saying this yeah. before you guys dig dig this up. <laughs> I don't support violence. Yeah. But it is it is real interesting. It's gonna it's gonna be real interesting to see that perspective, and um, kind of just just see you know like what happens. I think and and I can talk about this because it's in the trailer. But um, it's real interesting to see that uh, he put the whole police station on trial. Yeah. And had a jury of their peers, which were 12 prisoners in their orange jumpsuits, standing there and put them on trial. And I think that to me is flipping the script completely, you know, on its head, For sure. shaking like, it, then twisting it around and doing like, that's crazy. Wasn't that scene like the Dark Knight? Was it Dark Nah, so, so in the Dark Knight, the Joker had two, two ships, um, one full of regular civilians, one full of prisoners. Yeah. And the regular civ and they they both had detonators to choose from and the regular civilians showed no the regular civilians are like ah oh, we don't care oh, all right one person who spoke for the civilians said all right we don't care about those people on that boat they already you know made their fate they did their time and you know um he was willing to blow them, willing up. To blow them up and yeah. then on the other boat the other prisoner played by debo said now nah, we're gonna show them some grace yeah it, it, it's it's i'm sure it's a, a i can't compare outcomes but 
come on, America. <laughs> like, if you be locked up, they're showing you guys more um, compassion, compassion word, than you, you did them. There you go. I'm glad he knows I need a word. When I'm <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> but for sure, man. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be definitely interesting. We'll be definitely going to have to watch it. Um, I do, like, on the other hand, like, I, I still do just want to see just regular movies with Black characters. Like, I feel like, you know, depicting the Black struggles, like, if, like, if it's a good, like, a good movie is a good movie, whether, whatever it's about. Yeah. But I feel like we have other things to talk about. I mean, you, you know see, all right, bro, like let's Peele. be real. Like, I think it's about Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele just makes regular, like, it's just regular horror movies. You know what I'm saying? It's not With Black people. With Black people, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, you know, this, like, this crazy, like, outlandish, like, Black struggle. It's just like, you know, a horror movie, just a regular movie. You know what I'm saying? Black people film, like, Black people main characters. That's just simple. That's, it, it's so simple. It doesn't always have to be like, you know, my granddaddy was a slave type drunk. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, man, they, like I said, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie, I'll watch it. I just want to see something a little bit different. Um, that's my two cents. No, I mean, I 100% agree. Um, Shaft, that was bad. It was really bad. Um, that's like one of the two black superhero movies I can think of. Um, of course, first one being Black Panther, Rest in Peace, Chadwick. Um, damn shame that, you know, the one... I Am Legend. Oh, all right, I am legend. All right, all right. I am legend. Um, okay, okay. It's valid. It's valid. But um, all right. So there are a few. But in terms of like, I guess like more recent terms, like what I can remember, um, definitely. I, I mean, Shaft. That that doesn't even count. But um, what do you? Oh, Black Panther was was literally the only one I can think of. You know, and then a lot of other black movies that made made like any like. Uh, hits or whatever is just um struggle you know but like why do you why do you like seeing you know it's it, they call it white guilt in, in hollywood you know a white a white director um makes a movie about you know the wrongs black people go through and then they go pat themselves on the back when they win all these awards and um and they get all these uh, you know accolades and whatnot for it. but realistically one you didn't do anything for the black community you know you're if anything, you just, you know, patted your ego or, or, or whatever you want to call it. You filled your pockets. Definitely. That's one, that's for sure. but you're not, uh, I don't think you're doing anyone a service, uh, by making movies like that. And you know, instead just, just come out with a regular movie, bro. Let me see Guardians of the Galaxy with a black main character. Like, like that's it. That's all I want. Right. So, yeah, hey, we just gotta make a movie. One day. Facts. <laughs> yeah, black superheroes. Or black, like, intergalactic dudes. You know what I'm saying? In space. In Everybody space. eats in space, yo. Eats in space. And we'll actually be eating food. What's up? <laughs> we'll show you. <laughs> but, hey, on that note, um, that covers today's episode, filler, whatever you want to call it. Homie said filler. Uh, yeah, it feels like a filler. But today's update, episode, mini, bonus, whatever you want to call it. Everybody Eats brings you today's meal. the news, the meal. Everybody <laughs> Eats brings you today's <laughs> meal, bro. What's up? <laughs> for real, for real. So there we go. Um, Again, so make sure you guys are following us on all platforms, Instagram, Everybody eats that pod, Twitter, EBE pod, YouTube, everybody eats podcast. Make sure you're following us on all there. 
Um, yo, great content, more content coming out. Um, and you can listen to this episode everywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that other good all stuff. That. <laughs> all that other good Whatever stuff. Anywhere else you use. Google um, Podcasts, if we got that, you know. That, all that. So make sure all you're that. checking us out. Yo, we appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. We had a really good year in 2020. We had a really, really good year. Um, thank you, everyone who supported us. Everybody for real, for real. Podcast, everybody who posted, reposted, commented introduced us to people any like any form of interaction with the podcast yo we love we love y'all we appreciate it keeps us going you guys are our lifeblood you're the reason why this is like thing, still honestly, going yeah so back to the audience you know learning from the audience back to the audience so love you guys i'm thankful and we're excited to see um what the next year as for us you know so we're excited to see the audience grow take care be safe wash your hands Peace.